You're listening to LeBeau's Lessons, a leadership podcast for new and aspiring leaders. LeBeau's Lessons is a virtual platform which seeks to provide leadership training and education for new and aspiring leaders. We do this by providing a consistent, free leadership podcast, weekly mentoring meetings with our staff, and online courses. Every Tuesday, we meet at 12 noon CST to promote self-awareness by providing stories and leadership coaching on this show to raise the emotional intelligence of our listeners. You can support us by following, liking, subscribing, and sharing. And now, on to the show. Yes. Okay, perfect. All right, everyone, welcome to LeBeau's Lessons. Hi, hi. Today we are going to, uh, is not recording it? Yeah. Okay, all right. You're just looking at me like something wrong. I was waiting for you to drop the music. <laughs> well, there is no music. Why? Because I have not picked the intro music yet to no, give to the, the sound guy. Oh, that? Yeah. Well, there is there is no music. There's only the, the, uh, the, uh. That's it. <laughs> as oh. far as music goes, that is pretty much it. But, uh, okay. So, anyway. Yeah, I need to figure out how to get this here. Get what here? This. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to move it around for you, Mohammed. I'll figure it out. <laughs> you want to press the doom thing? No, it's not the doom. It's what? the sound effect and mm-hmm. the music. You can. We just need to load all the stuff in there, and it will be cold. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, welcome to LeBeau's Lessons. Here we talk about leadership, business, and all those good things. Um, I'm going to be teasing something soon. It's going to be a podcast all about being a female CEO called Bus Babe. Boss Babe by LeBeau. And I got that idea from Muhammad. What is a boss babe, Muhammad? A boss babe? Mm-hmm. Uh, are you asking what is it my Talk definition? To the Tell them what a boss babe is. Um I mean the definition from where that boss babe idea came to mm-hmm. it's just talking about a boss babe is just a woman that has a lot going on she mm-hmm. might be an entrepreneur or she might be an executive mm-hmm. but she has so much going on <laughs> that she doesn't even have time not only to take care of herself right but she doesn't really have time to really get things done because she's not really organized mm. she's just a boss babe or boss mom most mm-hmm. of the time most of the time she is a mom maybe i should have started from that yeah that's a mom that has not only she has a family life to take care of she also have a business life that's right. to take care of yeah so she's overwhelmed she's swamped yeah and she needs help but <laughs> she's trying to make impact and yes. boss babe i'm going to start just doing it once a month at first until the demand is there but boss babe is going to be about talking specifically to those female ceo mom issues and uh helping them to achieve balance and good state of mind health to make sure that they are still uh touching every aspect of life and not sacrificing their spiritual well-being their health well-being and wellness and all of that good stuff so mm-hmm. yes we're we're going we're going there all right so today's show i'm going to be talking about hiring right and then also being an input i know you i'm not going to say firing right we will talk about f- that but i'm, I'm not going to say fire, firing fire. right okay um I recently spoke to a woman's group about hiring with purpose. I'm going to speak about that. And then we're going to shift into, you know, we're going to go from what the employer owes to the employee versus what the employee owes to the employer because mm. we we are on both mm. sides of the table. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about some of the things that we're going through and uh, how do you handle all that? 
Mm-hmm. So for those who are watching for the first time, Lebeau's Lessons is a virtual platform which seeks to provide leadership training and education for new and aspiring leaders. And we do this by providing a consistent free leadership podcast, weekly mentoring meetings with our staff, and online courses. Every Thursday, we meet at 12 Central Standard Time to promote self-awareness by providing stories, leadership coaching, and on this show, we try to raise emotional intelligence. So, uh, yeah, emotional intelligence. All right. So, I'm LeBeau of LeBeau LLC. We provide remote staffing, uh, marketing solutions, and this is Mohammed. He's our senior project manager. And uh, today we're going to talk about some really deep issues. Today on Facebook, if you're on my Facebook watching, you know I posted this morning that some people care more about starting a business than they do about running a successful business. Mm. Everybody is like, you know, what can I do to make money from home right now? They're like, mm. what, what do I do? what's a legit business I can invest in? And I think that people think it's cute to be an entrepreneur, right? They think it makes you look good and all of that good stuff. But when I talk to my kids, go ahead, Mohammed, you were about to say oh, something. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay, I, was, okay. I was listening, yeah. Um, when I talk to my kids about, mm-hmm. you know, owning their own business, mm-hmm. I talk to them about how to deal with people. Right. right. I, I teach them about the daily lessons I learn as a entrepreneur and Mm -hmm. leading other people. And today I was explaining to them and I was explaining to you about how if people do things within the company, they don't realize that they're hurting me. Mm -hmm. They don't see it that way, but they are, right? Mm -hmm. When you work for a company, especially a small business, if whatever it is that you do comes back on the business owner, Right. That's a bad review for LeBeau. Not Joe. Not Sam for me. <laughs> okay? That's LeBeau didn't do that. They didn't do this. Mm-hmm. I said this and then that. So this yeah. is why. And then what also happens is now I have to fix your mistake. Now I have to get out of whatever mind space I was in, whatever I was doing to go and correct something. Sometimes I end up losing my entire day or a whole week to correct something, right? And I always tell Mohammed it's my fault because I accept accountability on everything that I do, even if it's putting myself in a bad position, even if it's hiring the wrong person, assigning them the wrong task, Mm -hmm. trusting them when I shouldn't. For me, that's my fault. So who else is going to fix it but me? Who else is responsible for correcting it but me? Mm-hmm. So this is what happens when you want to lead people. And I used to hear uh, people say, if you don't like the smell of sheep, don't be a shepherd. <laughs> because sheep stink. Have you ever been around a real sheep, Mohammed? Oh, yeah. Come on. Okay. Oh, yeah. They stink. They smell. They're funky. How people are. You have to learn how to suffer people. But there is. And that's something that I want to get into later. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about the Great Resignation. Mm. So, the Great Resignation. What do you have to say on it, Mohammed? What do you mean by the Great Resignation? So the Great Resignation right now, if you haven't seen it online and everywhere, if you don't watch the news, people are um, resigning from their jobs at a record-breaking rate, right? Uh, Let's see. I I have some statistics here. Go ahead. Actually, that's a good point because do you feel like these are manipulated statistics? Or is that what's actually going on? I don't think it's manipulated. Why would it be manipulated? What would be the purpose of that? I don't know. I'm just thinking. You're just skeptical of the government. But it's it's various. I I don't think it's manipulated because it's various studies from various universities, various resources, Mm -hmm. not coming from one central place. Yeah. And also, you can walk into any business and ask them, does anybody want to work right now? They're going to say, nope. 
<laughs> I mean, I I can attest to that because the yeah. thing is, even um, <laughs> I know for a fact most people today, starting from the youth, starting from us mm-hmm. millennials, don't really want to work in person anymore. Yeah. Or at least want to have the option. Like me personally, I want to be able to have the option working in the office and also working from home. And I feel like with COVID, that has become... Possible. Yeah, possible. And it has become pretty much like a new norm and a new standard where companies don't even have the choice. So when with your company, you don't really have that opportunity, then you you reduce your pool of hiring a little bit. Yeah. And I, I'll tell you, when I was talking about this, people thought, I don't, I don't think people thought I was nuts, but they really thought, what is she talking about? I was saying years ago before the pandemic that people need to have the option to have a few days that they work from home. And I'm telling you, Mohammed, everybody thought, no, this job has to be done in person. There's no way that it can be done at home. Yeah. Fast forward, all of this, and I can show you the proof. Fast forward, I was posting this on LinkedIn and everybody, and everybody commenting was like, nope, got to work in the office, got to work in the office. Then some articles started coming out, and this was before the pandemic, and now here we are. Mm -hmm. So many people are working from home, and I'm just like, well, I guess that that meeting could have been an email, (laughs) (laughs) and they should be happy because they're making a lot they're saving a lot of money aren't they yeah yeah that's true i remember i I knew a guy who he was working for a company and the company allowed him to be at home a couple of days a week Mm -hmm. and then be at work in a little cubicle you know a few days a week right and i thought that was so cool i was like you know everybody should do this Mm -hmm. right uh that's true but here are some of the statistics. 4.3 million Americans quit in August. 4.3 million, Amer- 4.3 million Americans quit, quit in, in August. Quit in 10.4 million uh, jobs are unfulfilled in the U.S. Mm. I believe that one was uh, in October. Okay. I know for a fact that the Texas Workforce Commission started telling employers to stop posting jobs on their site. Really? Yes. Because, this was last month, because nobody was responding. So they said, you guys just hold off. Nobody's responding. Mm. Okay. I know that sounds bizarre, but it's the truth. That's why I said I believe these numbers because I'm seeing it. 51% yeah. of business owners said that they have job openings that they can't fill. And I recently talked to a group of women, and they said, you know, these are all entrepreneurs, and they were saying, we have good jobs, they pay well, and there's benefits, and people still don't want to work. Right. Okay. So, you know, why is that? You know, why is that? Right. So now my philosophy is it's not that people don't want to work. They just don't want to work with you. Mm. They just don't want to work for you. And there's some reason for that. Okay. Okay. Um, our job is to make them want to work for us. Right. Right. Okay. What do you but mean by to, our job? As employers, we right. have to meet people on their terms because the issue, the, what I'm trying to get people to understand is that. They hold the upper hand now. They have the upper hand, and they know it. Mm-hmm. And what you need to understand is, as the employer is that your people are the drivers of the vision. So you need to, yeah, you do need to cater to them. Right. Okay? And, um, you know, otherwise you will go out of business. And that is what's been happening to a lot of restaurants and a lot of places. Uh, meanwhile, we've been staffing with a lot of different people all year. Mm-hmm. So the question is, what's going on within the minds of people right now? Like, what are they thinking? Why don't they want to work the traditional jobs that people are working now? 
I've talked to people on the side, like, you know, just general people. I mean, it's it's something that, like, literally you can walk into a, any restaurant and somebody will be talking about their job and how they hate it, how they're ready to leave, and their boss doesn't understand. It's just this is the topic of discussion these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, I had, when I was speaking to the group, there was this post on Twitter that somebody posted. And they said, I quit all my jobs by just not showing up all at once. Forget all of that notice stuff. And she got 47.6 thousand likes, 9,904 retweets. And people backing her up in the comments, and they're saying, you know, these employers don't care about you. They don't care if if they'll let you go and they replace you the next day. Mm -hmm. And they don't care if your children are okay. They they don't care, right? Yeah. You know, now, let me tell you something. Um, If somebody gets fired, they get fired for good reason. Nobody gets fired by accident. Mm -hmm. Um, I know some people will disagree with that. If somebody gets fired, they've gotten warnings most yeah. of the time. Unless they did something so egregious that they had to get fired immediately, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So don't let's not sit up here and pretend that people are just innocently getting fired for no good reason. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. It's like... Even I remember I was back home uh, two or three years ago, and I was visiting an office mm. with my mom, and the guy was the entrepreneur there at the office was, I mean, kind of complaining, if I can put it this way, but he was sharing this story of uh-huh. an employee mm-hmm. that was asking for a raise. Yeah. Right. Mm. So when I, even my mom too, in her mm. business, mm-hmm. this situation happened a lot. And what I'll see is that a lot of times you see these guys that they don't put in more mm-hmm. and they expect to be paid more. Yeah. Right. It's a little bit of what you just it's, said, yeah. the hardest, the, the yeah. harder way. Uh-huh. Like, you're not going to get paid more by doing the same thing. It makes zero sense. You overqualify for a promotion. Exactly. Right. And at the same token, if you will get fired mm-hmm. or if you get fired, mm-hmm. that, I mean, if the company is structured well enough, of course, you've been getting warnings along yeah. the way. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like the last hit. And then it's like, I'm done. This guy has to leave. If you're getting fired, it's probably because you haven't been doing what you were supposed to be doing. And you have to be, you have to acknowledge your responsibility as yeah. well. It's not always the boss's fault. I right. always tell everybody, oh, it's my boss, it's my boss, it's like this, it's like this. But dude, Wait, wait, you say you always tell everybody it's your boss, Mohammed? No. It's me? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, uh-huh. when... um. When people complain a lot, not necessarily the boss, the managers, my managers and my yeah. A, blah, 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 mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. I always think, so what did you do? Just like sometimes we talk about relationships, yeah. right? What mm-hmm. did you do? To contribute. Or why didn't you do so that the manager is always on you, right? What is yeah. your part of responsibility and, and, in this? And I, and I just want to say that sometimes we have managers that are not good leaders. Sometimes we have entrepreneurs that are not good leaders. Um, we have some bosses that are really demanding, that overwork or whatever, right? So I just want to make sure that people understand that we're talking about cases outside of that. We're talking about in the instance that you actually have a reasonable, uh, understanding, decent human being for a boss, Okay, you're not going to just get up and fired for no good reason, mm-hmm. right? Okay. But and can I add one yeah, thing go before ahead. you go? Mm-hmm. And it's a good point that she just said, but the biggest part of that, either way, yeah. like either way, mm. whether your manager is not a good leader, which happens a lot, yes, you still have to find your part of responsibility in this because that's how you will win. <laughs> As an employee, that's literally how you will win because you can always put the responsibility into their hands. 
you have to take yours make sure your job is done the right way That's that right. way you can cover your butt mm-hmm. that is so true so what's going on in the minds of people today why they don't want to work quote unquote um this is my theory there has been a paradigm shift People no longer think the way that their parents thought. They're not going to go to somebody's job and be on a 20-year job that right. they hate just to take care of their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I think, honestly, to be real, to be real, real, people mm-hmm. would rather take a job, a part-time job or any job mm-hmm. that they actually like for less pay, even if it means they have to live with their mom because they get more state of mind, more living, more vacations, or they get to at least feel like they are living the life they want to. And if they can still do all that and look good on the gram at the same time, (laughs) they ain't going to go work a 40-hour, 60-hour job that they hate in a cubicle that makes them feel like a number, right? Mm. Good benefits or not, a lot of people don't want to settle for that today. They feel like they're settling. Even if their bills are getting paid, they still feel like this is beneath me. Right? Yeah. I got your wheels turning. Yeah, the thing is, it's it's like, uh, um, I'm trying to, find a good angle to start here because it's a good point i there is a lot of people that will feel that way mm-hmm. and at the same time it's also like um it's also a certain maybe a specific type of person mm-hmm. that would want to go that 40 to 60 hour route yeah because that person is on purpose yeah right but it's a very good point a lot of times and i always say this People don't study success Mm. like it's supposed to be studied. Like you got to study. If you want to become a millionaire, you got to study millionaires like you go to school. Okay. That's literally how you you need to do that. Mm -hmm. And the point with that is uh, if you really study the really successful people, Mm -hmm. they were not thinking this job is beneath me. Yeah. They were thinking, how am I going to use this, this situation, job, this situation, to leverage to exactly, the next thing? Exactly, to move to move to the next level. That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. It's. I was saying on Facebook the other day. I never thought I would learn how to get wealth. Believe people when they say, it's a mindset. It's not rocket science. It's it's just a mindset. What Muhammad is describing right there is somebody who has the mindset to use one situation to leverage to the next, to leverage to the next, and leverage to the next. So Mm -hmm. even though it's not perfect, it's not linear all the time, that mindset makes it to every time they have a loss, it's not a total loss because they always have that mindset to go to the next Mm -hmm. level, right? Okay. I have some more statistics. This statistic says 15% of the workforce was planning to quit their jobs between September and December of this year. And one in five had not decided if they wanted to quit their jobs. Okay. So what does that mean? That means that a lot of companies are about to lose even more people before the end of the year. Okay, 40% of computer information or IT employees are quitting between August and December. Oh, really? 40%. Uh, you got to sit down. Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> 40%. Now, I guarantee you most of those are men because it's IT. But I, but I know for a fact that men are at a higher risk of quitting for some reason. Why? They, they quit because they quit uh, 20% more than women do and i think it's because women have that you know sense of responsibility to their families they have to be very cautious about the moves that they make especially if they're a single mom they can't just up and leave their jobs like that if they don't have that support yeah they don't Mm -hmm. have that support system now here's some more one in five millennials were planning to resign in the coming months um 
the most of any any age group. And among workers who did not plan on quitting their jobs, 58% would consider leaving if offered a better salary and benefits anywhere else. Mm. Finally, 19% of those not planning to leave their jobs would leave if their employers demanded that they get a vaccine. Mm. So some people are just like, they're just waiting. Like if, if you say I have to take a vaccine, I'm out. Okay, so that might be a little bit startling to people. So what do, what do employees, uh, employers have to do? What do employers have to do? They have to change their strategy. Can't keep doing things the same way, right? Mm-hmm. It's a new ball game now. It's a new era. <laughs> people are not about to take your stuff because they're gonna, they have this mindset, you pay me to do this job, but mm-hmm. you do not pay me enough to put up with this extra Bull crap, mm-hmm. and they're not willing to do that, right? Most no. people aren't. Okay, so uh, I have some different strategies. I'm not going to go through all of them, uh, but let me find one. I want to talk to you about something called entrepreneurship. Yeah, something that Muhammad knows about. Yeah, that's a very, very, very important topic Mm. to talk about a a lot more than it is because that's the solution for a lot of people that's right so yeah intrapreneurship is a term that was uh uh created by it was created by Liba and Gifford Pinchot uh in 1978 and basically what it means is is simply to give your employees the opportunity to create their own services, their own products, or to be creative or innovative within the job. You know, um, for instance, mm-hmm. did you know at Taco Cabana, people are able to create their own stuff and submit it to the higher ups and they'll put it on the menu? Oh, really? That's how we got shrimp tacos in the shrimp mm. quesadilla. Somebody created that. Mm. An employee did. Mm. And if the upper management likes it, they will actually sell it. They'll mm. make it a limited time. and then, But if it's popular, they'll keep bringing it back over and over again. Mm-hmm. I have one. And mm-hmm. it's, I believe it was from Lego, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But it's the same idea. Yeah. A little bit of a different example, but it works both for employees and also for customer loyalty mm. because it's the same idea, like I was saying. What they did, mm-hmm. they allowed the clients, the customer, the Lego fans to submit their ideas. I believe it was Lego, if I'm not mistaken. Wow, that already sounds good. To submit their ideas yeah. for creation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then the best ideas was picked. I remember one of the companies that we were talking about in the marketing gems also did that. I don't know if you remember about the flavors, mm-hmm. allowing the customers to pick their flavors as well. Lay's chips. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Lay's chips, right? Yeah. And they had shrimp chips, stuff like oh that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. some crazy stuff. But that's, that's right there. That opportunity to not only allow your employees to express themselves and also your customers. Uh-huh. That's customer loyalty and mm-hmm. employee loyalty too. Yeah. Right? Because they will want to stay there because you allow them to express themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, here's some food for thought. Only 52 U.S. companies have remained on the Fortune 500 list since 1955. So what we can extrapolate from that is adapt or die. If you are not willing to adapt with the changes in people's mindsets, right, as an employer, then you your business could possibly die out. 47 of 47% of employees wish that their employers would try to understand their skills better. Mm-hmm. So my point is, don't be afraid of giving autonomy to employees. You know, you don't have to micromanage everything because you will lose good employees if they feel like their ideas are ignored. Mm-hmm. Right? 
you I mean, and those are the people that really deserve to be moved up. One thing I've learned about people is if if you have somebody that's really great and you make them work with people who give subpar work, they're on their way out. Count your days with those people because they don't like to work with basic people who don't want to do anything. Right. And they want things that are at their level that will challenge them, not any basic stuff. They're leaving as well. you got to stimulate these people. So that's the reward. You know, you get to keep great people on your team if you allow them the space to be creative and to come up with their own things and bring more value to the company, right? Whenever I get somebody, people think, I don't know, I'm thinking that people think I treat Muhammad special. But the, the thing is, I pose the same question to everybody that I gave to Muhammad. He's the only one that has responded didn't i give everybody the opportunity come up with your own stuff bring some new services what do you want to do what do you want to bring to the company how do you think we should change what do we need to fix Mm -hmm. and the only person that actually brought something of value was muhammad and so you know I think that every company should do that. They should be open to and, and willing to hear ideas. But I'm just going to say most people are basic. Most people are basic and not every – most people are not Muhammad. Right? <laughs> most people are not. I can, I can speak on that because mm-hmm. that's an important point. Um, it comes back to what I was talking about, wanting to get paid more mm. for just doing the minimum, right? Yeah. And even the holiday, we were talking about it, and it's the same thing that I said. The biggest difference with Muhammad, <laughs> just like I was saying, like in our, I'm going to say it like that because that's how I feel. In our back home French, we say, Muhammad is a champion. You guys, my Instagram, my people on my Instagram, shout out to everybody from my Instagram here. But my point is, the the biggest difference is that me not only I study successful people mm-hmm. but I want to be successful for real. Right. Like it's not a game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is no joke for me. Mm-hmm. So I do whatever it takes to get to where I want to be. And that is the biggest difference. And a lot of people are not willing to do that. Everybody is able but a lot of people are now willing. And if you're now willing, bro, it ain't going to happen for you. Yeah. But one of the most important things I've learned about people is you can only give what you put, out, put in yourself. They're not giving it because it's not within them. In order to be a Muhammad type of person, you have to sow into yourself. People have to sow into you. So you have to be the type of person who reads, the person who uh, takes whatever little money they get to invest in webinars and conferences Mm -hmm. and all of that stuff. And instead of going to the clubs, you're going to conferences and things like that. And um, like I used to do, inviting people out for coffee just so that they can talk to me Mm -hmm. and give me some of their wisdom. Right. You can't give what's not in you. Mm Mm-hmm. And that that is so true. And for you, you can you can actually because I low key my my little brother is here on mm-hmm. my Instagram too. We mm-hmm. talk a lot about paying the price, mm-hmm. and that's also what you're saying. As in, you will have to pay the price for that goal. And a lot of times, I remember from this book, Brian Tracy's book. Mm-hmm. Um, the sales book, let me try to remember the quote. Yeah, whatever your success, the success that you want to become, mm-hmm. you have to pay the price in full and you have to pay it in advance. Oh, right. Can I get strong. a doom Ooh. right there? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that you have to wow. pay the price in full oh. and you have to pay the price in advance. Mm. And a lot of times, we don't even know how much it's gonna cost. Oh. 
a lot of times <laughs> we don't even know how much it's gonna cost and coming back to uncle g's point yes most people underestimate the amount of activity mm. activities mm -hmm. that it takes in order to get something I'll never forget when I was trying to sell. My mama told me day one, she was like, you're not going to sell something tomorrow. Mm. And in my mind, I was thinking, I mean, it can't be that bad. It can't yeah. be that hard, right? Mm -hmm. But it took me at least 100 times the effort, mm -hmm. not only in thinking, not only in feelings mm -hmm. and in activities, mm -hmm. in order to get just one sale. Yeah. Not even 10, <laughs> just one. Mm -mm -mm. That's powerful. That's very powerful. So, yes. So, uh, what do people expect? What do you think people expect nowadays when they, when you talk about hiring, right? What types of uh, benefits are you expecting out of the deal? Besides being paid, because obviously at this point, mm -hmm. being paid is not enough. You have to have a whole vibe about working with you. Right, right. It has to be a movie to work with you, right? <laughs> That's what people want. They don't want just, okay, here's your paycheck. Right. Okay. People so, want to make movies. Yes. They want their life to be a movie. But here's, here's some basic foundational stuff. And I made an acronym called HIRED. H is for happy. Mm -hmm. People want to know that you're going to bring more to the table than money. They want to feel happy about working with you. How can we work with that? How can we work on that? I is for important. They want to feel that they matter to you. You cannot treat people like tasks. Mm. Okay? They're people, and they want to feel important. R is for respected. Respect their boundaries. Mm. Don't talk to them any kind of way. Okay? Uh, talk to them like they're a human being, not a child or a dog. Uh, make sure that you are correcting your attitude before you approach them, mm -hmm. right? And then um, respect their boundaries in terms of not thinking you own them simply because you paid them. And now you have access to them 24 hours a day. That's yeah. incorrect. Yes, I text Muhammad at different times of the night. <laughs> but I don't expect him to respond, but I just do. Uh, enriched. Present opportunities for personal growth within your company. You know? Do you have those opportunities for them to do bonding events, personal growth events, um, continuing education? Do you have, like, family uh, what do they call those? Those family um, family reunions. Uh, not family reunions, but it's like when a company hosts a family event, so all the employees come bring their family, and they have a field day, and they oh, have yeah. fun. Yeah, those types of things. Mm -hmm. Distinguish is D. Distinguish. You have to acknowledge people for the extra mile. You know, when they go the extra mile, or they've done, you, you know, they've accomplished something maybe outside of work. Let's say they got a degree. You know, celebrate that. They mm -hmm. had a child. Celebrate that. They got married. Celebrate that. Mm -hmm. Stop making it all about, well, your numbers were good. If you get good numbers, that's when you get a clap. That's when you get a pat on the back. Let's, you know, forget about the fact that the person is getting degrees, is still working for you and all that, and they're doing all these accomplishments. Like, you know, so you have to make sure that you're bringing more than money. And this is the thing. Back in the day, the way that people, that parents used to be, a lot of them, is they felt like if I put food on the table and if I put a roof over your head mm -hmm. and if I put clothes on your back, I've done right by you. That's right. all I owe you. Right, right. Now, that's how employers are. What I've seen. Mm -hmm. If I'm paying you a check, that's all I got to do by you. I don't owe you anything else. But that is not that is not how you keep people. Yeah, that reminds me of um I read this in this uh Stephen mm -hmm. Stephen Stephen Covey Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if it was the first one or the which one it was, but I remember Somewhere in the beginning, it was talking about 
the emotional bank account mm-hmm. um and it kind of defines or shows an example of what you just said as in mm-hmm. we even at that the parents thing is such a great example mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if you grew up with black parents if you have african yeah. parents you already know how that is yeah but my point is a lot of times it's um we only care about that that uh bank account as yeah. in financial money bank account mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we tend to forget that emotional bank account so mm. the emotional bank the account emotional is bank account. boosting the self-esteem of people around you. You yeah. were talking about your team. Mm-hmm. Even on our previous sales team, mm-hmm. every time somebody would do, it may not necessarily be the sale, mm-hmm. but even I remember sometime it was, did you knock five doors today? If you knocked five doors today, let's go. Mm-hmm. And then we'll clap for that. Um, the first sale, I remember our last, our last team, the first sale, whoever gets the first sale, we had a whole little celebration mm-hmm. where we'll throw you up in the air and oh, stuff wow. like that, right? All of that stuff, that self-esteem boost, and that's how you boost uh, Absolutely. emotional I bank accounts that. around you. It's not only about the money, though. Yes. So that's, that's how you do that's that. That's absolutely true. I have to tell you about a movie. There's a movie... Um, it is about this guy who gets into being a broker mm-hmm. and it goes nuts. But you, I think you would like that movie. I'll, I'll show you about it later. But now on the flip side of this, you as an employer have to have an employee avatar. Yeah, yeah. Who would fit right into your team? Mm-hmm. And you have to go through the due diligence what is the avatar? What do you call avatar? So the avatar is basically who is the ideal person for your team? Because we're, we're staffing people, not task. We want to know the heart and mindset of the person that we're choosing. If you don't want, you know, a certain type of mindset or personality type at your job, you need to vet for that. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But the key thing to understand is that you have to make sure you're recognizing your rock stars. You don't need everybody. You need a rock star, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need a team of 20 if you have five rock stars. Mm-hmm. Because five rock stars will do the work of 20, right? The way that you recognize a rock star is, number one, I notice that people who are very inquisitive mm. are, are people who have the potential to lead. Inquisitive, that's curious, right? Curious. They're asking questions about just how things work. Mm-hmm. What does this mean? What does that mean? How do I do this? What do you think of that? They are asking for mentorship and guidance. Mm-hmm. If somebody is asking for mentorship and guidance first of all let's let's say most people don't do that they go to their job they figure out what's the bare minimum and they do that yeah but when you find a person who's asking questions and taking notes that's a person that can be a future leader of the company Mm -hmm. purposeful they have a strong sense of personal responsibility these Mm. people feel like they want to bring something back to their family. They want to bring something back to their home. That's how you can distinguish them. See, the people who are living for themselves and only for themselves, Mm -hmm. they're not good soil. And they probably won't be there for long. They're just looking for the best opportunity at the time. Right. Okay. And third, they're learners. Rock stars are learners. So if in their spare time they're learning how to do new skills, that's how you have a rock star. Because there is most people that sit at a job, and as long as they got their job, they're not worrying about learning anything else. And if they learn something else, best to believe as soon as they get that extra certification, they're coming and knock on your door for a raise immediately. Because the only reason why they're getting an extra degree or extra certification is so that they can get more money, but mm-hmm. not because they just love to learn. Let's be real. 
I get I get like that when I describe this type of person because yeah. I'm an autodidact. Mm-hmm. I love learning for the sake of learning. Mm-hmm. I love learning for the sake of learning. I learn every day, all day. I teach every day, all day. And I don't understand people who don't like to learn. I don't understand people who don't read. I don't understand people who don't. I'm, when I say read, I mean listen to books and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I don't know how to live a life without purpose. So, you know, those are the things you need to look out for. When you identify these rock stars, let's hope it's not too late. Because their minds may already be somewhere else. They're already thinking of somewhere else because they're not recognized for who they are. Oops. They're not (laughs) recognized for who they are. And uh, they're ready to move. You're going to be sorry. And it's important what Mm -hmm. you just said with what you were saying earlier when you were talking about the rock stars. Mm -hmm. Because coming back to when you, because for me, not only I've studied, but Mm -hmm. I've lived it, right? Mm -hmm. I was telling you the other day. Like even when we were knocking on doors, my managers, they were all making at least six figures. Mm-hmm. At least the regional managers, they were all millionaires, literally. Mm-hmm. All of them. So I've lived with these guys. That's where I've learned the habit, right? And I can understand somebody that is not thinking like that today, mm-hmm. that is not into that today. Yeah. Because I really wasn't. But for me, I was looking for this. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I was, but I was looking for it. Because since I was a kid, Mm -hmm. I was always, we're talking about inquisitive, whatever, whatever, how you say that. Mm -hmm. I was always asking myself these questions, right? So I truly believe that's how I got to find these answers. But you had a very good point as in, even what Raj was saying that, most of everybody complains about not having the solution, not having the this. I don't know this. I don't mm-hmm. know this. I don't mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. YouTube mm-hmm. is free. Like, yeah. literally, YouTube University is free. And the, cra- the craziest part to me is when it's about finding the latest stuff about the Kardashians, you mm-hmm. know what to look for. Mm-hmm. When it's about finding the latest dress that you got to rock, you know what to look for. When it's about bothering your, I don't know, your husband or your whatever about the latest Gucci bag, you know where to Google that stuff, Mm -hmm. right? But when it's about the real deal, oh, we don't know how to use the internet anymore. Nobody knows how to use the internet I love that, yeah. Come on, man. Here's some takeaways for employers. People are, they're looking for an experience, not a job. If all you have is a job, they're going to skip you over every time. Stop thinking about only your needs. If you're only thinking of your needs, people are able to see that. They're looking for how this is going to bring, upgrade their life, right? People are looking for an upgrade to life at this point. Mm. Kindness goes a long way. There's people who will not respond or follow up with your job because your assistant gave them the wrong vibe. Or when they walked through the door, they saw you arguing at some other employee. They say, it's never going to be me. And turn back around. I've heard somebody saying that. So, also, you should be looking for a relationship, not just somebody to do what you say. Mm. Look for the relationship. I want to know the people that are laboring with me. Okay? Yeah. So now you you're going to either adapt or you're not. Okay? The question is will you rise to the occasion? Now let's switch gears before we close and let's talk about how employees can miss or lose a great opportunity 
when they are incapable of recognizing that they actually do have a good opportunity in front of them. There's lots of people who lose good jobs, good experiences, because they are not the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was about to say, because I feel like in order for you, an employee or a regular person, mm-hmm. in order for you to see the opportunities, yeah. like you were saying, man, I feel like you got to be on purpose. Because it, it's hard when you're not on purpose to see the opportunities, right? Because I remember even when COVID hit mm-hmm. and everybody was going crazy, like I was seeing the opportunities left and right. Right. I was like, wow, what are you guys talking about? This is amazing. <laughs> Literally, I was excited at some point. I was like, mm-hmm. this thing is lit. And that's also when... Funny enough, that's when I got certified with all of the... Because I was right about to graduate. Mm-hmm. I had already... actually did graduate during that COVID. And then, because of COVID, they started mm-hmm. opening up all of these certifications. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I've been wanting to do this forever. And because of COVID, they opened it. So I just jumped in. I did a bunch of them. And a lot of people made a lot of money mm-hmm. during COVID. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, um, for a millennial listening, um, yes, a young person listening, my age, younger than me, little brothers, um, big brothers, whatever, mm-hmm. in order for you to spot the opportunities in your work or in your life, you will have to be looking for it. And by looking for it, I mean you have to be on purpose. Mm-hmm. And the idea of being on purpose, even if you don't, it doesn't have to be too deep. What I like to say, what are you really curious about? Hmm. What do you really, really want to know? What are these questions that you always ask yourself? Yeah. And what type of industry do you want to be in? When you, are, when you have these little two together, mm-hmm. then you can start opening your eyes to look for the opportunities in your current situation. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't like it, Mm -hmm. you can find something that is going to lead you to that thing that you want to do tomorrow. Yes. So that's what I would say. Make sure that you find your purpose or at least the idea of what you really want to do, even if it's not the job that you're in right now. Yeah. And be open to 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 learn and to find something that you can use or that can fuel you into the next thing. I love that. I love that. Now, before we go, I have one question for everybody. Mm-hmm. This goes since we were talking to employers and to employees today. I have a question for both. You know, I'm the princess of questions. <laughs> One day I might tell you who the queen is, mm. Muhammad. Um, but before I do that, tell them about the Activate Purpose Challenge. Yes, so the Activate Purpose Challenge is coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I will, I'm trying to see which angle to go with because there is, oh, can you... Little yeah. left. Oh, no, 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 you get hit right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the Activate Purpose Challenge, here we're live on Facebook, yeah. here we're live on Instagram, uh-huh. and here we're live on this. Awesome. So I got to be here. <laughs> but ahead. Activate Purpose, it's coming up in December, and it's going to be a three-day live event. Ooh. It's going to be about one of our partners. She's going to help. She's a... Uh, I mean, let me just jump a little bit. One of our partners, I'm not going to say what she Mohammed, is. you're not an MC. What are you doing <laughs> hugging that mic? Now you're making your voice sound muffled. You got to let go of the mic. Yeah, I, I wanted to do that you a little. To, you about to spit a rhyme or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do that on purpose. But okay, go ahead. 
I'm not going to say where she, where or who she is yet. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to say one of our partners, but she's going to be the main person at the event, mm -hmm. helping every attendee finding their purpose. Yeah. Start or set up or jumpstart or kickstart a business idea and mm -hmm. get it set up for success. That's the most important mm -hmm. part, yes. as I've personally learned. Mm. Whether it's a channel or whether it's a content creation stuff mm -hmm. that you want to do, or whether it's a whole business, or even if it's a nonprofit, yeah, you have to be set up for success. That's right. It's not going to happen tomorrow, mm -hmm. of course, mm -hmm. but you got to be set up for it. And then social impact. So now that you have your purpose, yes. now that you know if you want to start a business or mm -hmm. if you want to do whatever, or even if it's in your own job, mm -hmm. now how do you have impact, impact yes. socially yes. while making some money? And he's talking right? about social impact, meaning using or leveraging your business or organization to impact social good wherever mm -hmm. it is that you want to impact yes mm -hmm. whatever it is that you want to impact mm -hmm. whether it's social good whether it's the kids whether it's the people back in your country mm -hmm. whatever it is how to get that set up with your organization or your business or even your channel too if yeah. you're just a content creator right mm -hmm. so the event is coming up in december stay tuned on the labo lc facebook page we will be posting everything about it and yeah, that's what Activate Purpose is about. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for that. So now I have one question for you. Whether you're an employer or you are an employee, you don't have to type it anywhere, but I just want to ask you. Inside, right now, do you feel like You've been giving your best. Only you know. Have you been giving your best? Whether it's as an employee or as an employer. Do you feel like you're the best version of yourself right now? And if not, what are you going to do about it? So... Think about that. Oh, wait. Mohammed says. <laughs> <laughs> Sound effects. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Because you know. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you why I ask you that question. I remember one time I was working on a sales team, too. Mm -hmm. There was a sales manager who came in because... Most people on the team had an apathetic view towards sales. Mm -hmm. and they didn't want to do it. He said, the reason why I am here, you should already know. Because I don't even have to say anything. You should already feel guilty. Mm. You know what you've done. Yeah. You know what you haven't done. It's like when your mom's or your dad walks yeah. in the house. You already, already know. know what you did. <laughs> so what I'm saying is inside, you already know if you're doing right by your employees or if you are cheating them, hurting them, neglecting them, etc. Mm -hmm. Because whatever resolutions you have for next year, on your list, you should have something about being a better person. I know you have to lose weight. I know that you have to make more money. But why don't you write down something a little bit about character development? Who are you becoming? So that is what... You need to know, right, as we come to a close this year. Mohammed, mm -hmm. do you have a few thoughts before we go? Yeah, I just want everybody listening and watching to go on the... Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast mm. and leave an honest review. Labo 
podcast labo leadership lessons on mm. spotify mm. um yeah don't forget to subscribe and give an honest review mm. and i think that last question was very insightful and mm. i think it's a good way to end right there as in making that decision to and that's a life resolution by the way that's a life resolution. Life resolution. Becoming a better person. Mm. Let's. I don't even remember from who I got that. As in stopping with all of the New Year stuff because yeah. it never happens. Let's mm. take life resolutions. Yes. And taking these life resolutions because the New Year stuff it doesn't work. You got to commit for life, yeah. especially to becoming a better person. Mm-hmm. That's a lifetime commitment. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, guys. We will see you next time on LeBeau's Lessons. And who knows, I might have an intro or an outro if I would take the time to send, pick the music and send it to the voice guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. See you guys later. Bye. All right, y'all.